Hey everybody, welcome to Love After Lockup Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I support the love of convicts. And I'm Kyle and I'm not crying, I'm not crying. <laughs> Kyle, do you think wedding rings are basic? They're so basic. <laughs> I don't oh get, my I God. don't, like, of all the things to fight about. I know. Yeah. It worked though, you gotta no, give it to I him. No, he played her like a fiddle. He really did. Yeah. Just a really quick warning, we're not nice people, we say bad words, we talk about adult situations. This is love after lockup after all. Well, all of the uh, sexy scenes, it seems like are over, unfortunately. Oh, um, I, I hope so. Now we get the uh, lawn chair drinking a Corona at 11 a.m. <laughs> side. <laughs> the crack side. The motherfucking crack. Oh my God, this episode was so good. I literally had to watch it three times. Shit's getting real. I just kept rewinding it and like finding new things and it was such a delight. I did pause a lot, yeah. I, I feel like I spent four hours watching 42 <laughs> minutes of content. It was crazy. Um, all right, where do we... So did you know that big girls need big diamonds? Fucking word art. Oh, loud! I loved it. I immediately thought of you. But you weren't watching Ugh. the episode, so I didn't want to spoil it. Awful. Great. Loved it. <laughs> Should we start with postcards from jail? Yeah, let's do it. I have a lot. Um... I had a lot of listener feedback about my comment last week about people dying um, from heroin withdrawal or opiate withdrawal in general in jail. And there were very- Spread lies! <laughs> very conflicting opinions about this. A lot, I had, it was literally half and half. Many people told me- But everyone told you you were dumb, right? Oh, yes. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Actually, people were pretty nice about it. Um, our Love After Lockup listeners are pretty- Super fans and yeah. very nice um, when they reach out most of the time. If you said that shit on 90 Day Fiance, oh, yeah, no. your, your inbox would no. explode with Toast. hatred. Yes, it would. <laughs> so uh, the the withdrawal thing is I had like therapists and people like that work in jails and all sorts of very qualified people giving me very conflicting information. And so did Google. So I'm just going to read a couple things. Um some people told me that is actually a myth. You cannot die from an opiate withdrawal. But then some people are like, technically you can't, but unless you're super dehydrated, which it can dehydrate you, and then you can die from the dehydration. So complicating factors. Right. Yeah. And then some people were like, you can absolutely die from heroin withdrawal, and it has happened in prison. And somebody actually um, told me that they follow several ACLU sites about prisoner rights, and people dry, dr die in prison from withdrawal with very little to no medical care. Um, it usually does involve some type of dehydration from severe vomit. Uh, and you know they don't typically get methadone, so yeah, uh, it's not like a thing. And I also like I remembered it took me back to this um, prison documentary that I read a long time ago, where they were talking about women giving birth in prisons and they didn't have antibiotics, so if they had to give a C-section, they used sugar, like table sugar. This was like 1913, right? No, no, this was like five years ago. Fucking yeah, God. I looked it up actually. Damn. I looked it up because I was like, did I misremember that? And I found articles referencing that, um, you know, I'm not gonna say where this is referenced from because we don't talk politics on the show, but uh, there are definitely women who have C-sections in prison and there it's on the record that the doctor used sugar to fill the wounds in absence of having other medication. 
That's but that's the opposite thing. Wouldn't like bacteria like consume the sugar? And no, then, and sugar then... is actually a natural antibiotic. It's like old school, like in the nineteen in nineteen thirteen. That's what they would have used in absence of other drugs. Is like sugar. Really? Mm-hmm. But if there was like any kind of okay. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm just, I'm just telling saying, you what I looked up online. <laughs> this is going to sound absolutely disgusting, but I brew beer, and I know what like happens sure. to sugar. I know. That's my thought. Like, in your gut, too. Like, your like, gut bacteria you gonna, like, feeds like, on sugar. ferment somebody? <laughs> I don't know how it works. God. I'm just telling okay. you what was reported. All right. So, another listener talked about her soon-to-be ex-husband having withdrawals in jail. Um, This listener writes, my soon-to-be ex-husband told me that when he went through withdrawal, when he got locked up in jail, he was locked up initially for five days at a time. The first time it was an initial arrest. The second and third times it was for a failed court order. And they would only give him Valium and water during his withdrawals. He only had withdrawals three of the four times he was locked up. On the fourth and final time... um, Sorry, going through this. So yes, their analysis is... Someone can die from withdrawals in prison or jail. Jail and prison guards are not equipped to take care of somebody suffering from withdrawal. I could absolutely see it happening from dehydration. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then a nurse practitioner tells me more about withdrawal in jail. I'm a nurse practitioner, and I had to do a few hours of training in prison. I couldn't work in one. The healthcare folks' hands are tied in many cases. They become very jaded. And I, the, the, this person sent me an article dated January 30th, 2018, so exactly a year ago almost, that's um, where an inmate died because of opiate withdrawal, and this was in Buck's prison. Um, so, I mean, it was a real journalist. Not Kyle or I (laughs) wrote about this. Hashtag melons. Yeah. But then another listener who's a therapist in a prison said that people who quit heroin cold turkey cannot die. This is a common myth. It feels like you're going to die, but actually it's like having a severe flu. They can get so dehydrated that it puts their life in danger, but this isn't common. Okay. I don't know. That's, you you heard it here. Yeah. No, no definite decision what we can all agree on is you don't need ninety thousand dollars worth of heroin to just stay alive we can agree on that i think we can agree on that. yeah (laughs) true um being becca who is a uh, lovely instagram follower who has dm'd me a few times and uh is just a lovely person says how can scott have not been on a date in 30 years if his son is only 19 years old great question becca mind blown great Great evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we have no idea who Matt's mom is, so the sky's the limit on your imagination. I know. I know. Also, listeners were very upset about my ovulation comment last week. Wait, (laughs) what? I had many, many millennial women write to me to tell me why they track their ovulation. I mean, I got at least like 10 DMs about this. (laughs) Look, guys. I'm a millennial, and I just, I'm sorry that I am not on this train. So I just want to read a couple. Um, I track my ovulation even though I don't want kids. Many women I know simply do it because they get a warning when their period is coming. It's great for traveling events and dates. Nothing related to pregnancy. Fair enough. Another one puts a lot of women in their 20s track ovulation through multiple different apps. Weirdo millennials need to know these things, apparently. I'm 26 and tracked my ovulation when I was with my F. X to make sure I didn't get pregnant. And I have dozens of friends do the same thing. So 
I guess that's great. Oh, there was one more that I thought this was an interesting reason. This person says, I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was 18, which really messes with your cycle and your ovulation. This not only diminishes fertility, but also causes physical pain. And my doctor had me tracking my cycle since I was diagnosed. And also mentions a lot of Catholics don't believe in birth control. And so they might track it for that reason. We should rename this just like hatred from jail. <laughs> why we're, There's not hatred. These people are very nice about it. Why we're dumb from yeah. jail. Why we're dumb from jail. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some uh, gossy goss because I finally, guys, 90 days over. So I finally had time to freaking catch up on all this stuff yeah i'm sorry we're late to the party here yes clint has a son yes i am late on this yes starcasm shout out reported on this two or three weeks ago i get it we missed it i was on vacation with my family i'm sorry and his son was going to prom right yeah yeah but like starcasm actually if you guys you know starcasm has a lot shout out starcasm they have a lot of great um gossip about Tracy Clint, Caitlin and the like. And they really did their research on this and posted it uh, around like the new year that Clint has a son. Tracy also has a son, um, it, which concerns me. Um, but, but yeah, that is confirmed. And yeah, he did post a pic on Facebook of his kid going to prom. How old is Clint? He's like in his mid thirties, right? I want to say he's like late thirties. Okay. 37, maybe 38. Yeah. Um, another listener wrote in about Clinton Tracy. I'm a Houstonian with colored hair. Clinton Tracy are killing me. That said, hair color's not cheap anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and they they go on to talk about River Oaks, which is like, so Clint picked Tracy up from downtown Houston. And then he apparently meandered over to the most expensive neighborhood in Houston, which is called River Oaks. And that's where the salon was located, where they were coloring her hair. And this person writes, River Oaks is ground zero for old money. I'm talking oil baron, house staff, no black members in the country club until 1997 money, which I thought was a hilarious <laughs> sentence. I guess my point is the cost of living in Houston is cheap, but just not in this particular neighborhood. Okay. I had someone write in that was really angry about <laughs> the, um, not angry, but just like so baffled by the distances that Caitlin and Matt are like driving via Uber. Oh, I'm so curious about this. I meant to look this up. So please tell me what they said. So apparently um, this Uber drive that they took from Roy to Tacoma was like 25, 30 miles. What? And it was like a 60, it had to be like a 60 or $70 Uber minimum. What state's this in? In Washington. Oh, that's right. They're in Washington. That's expensive. It's only yeah. here in Kentucky. And that shit, that, that shit wasn't like an Uber X. That was like an Uber like XL or like an Uber black car. Do you think production has an account that they're really using? I mean. How are they paying for that? Right. And like, so, literally, how are they paying for it? Because they have. No I got money. a couple messages about this. People were pretty fired up. Live, <laughs> uh, Life on Reverb sent me this whole rant. It was really funny. <laughs> Do you want to read it? Yeah. Ubering from Roy to Tacoma is ridiculous. <laughs> Considering the theme of their segments is how broke they are, I picked a random restaurant in Roy. By the way, there's like three to demonstrate. <laughs> Then they drop $130 on dinner, which at the, I won't say the restaurant's name, but like the place they went, which by the way, is like a mile from my house. I'm just a living among celebrities over here, apparently. 
<laughs> That's great. I didn't get a single DM about that. People, the Uber people went your way, which is fine. A couple people were pretty mad. And then um, I got another one, which was um, Matt and Caitlin. While I was watching the show, I couldn't help but notice the insane amount of distance between all their segments. They're driving like from the prison to Roy, even to the restaurant that they met Caitlin's mom. This is all like 50 miles. Everything's like 50 miles from each other. It makes wow. no sense. Um, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I have... she, sent, she literally sent me a Google map with like pointing out where that cafe was. And it's like 50 miles from anywhere that they actually live. That's insane. I have a little bit of tea about James from season one. Is this going to be depressing? Mm, no. Nah. Okay. Not really. Hit me. According to online records, James filed a petition for dissolution of marriage in December of 2016, but the divorce has yet to be finalized. Mm, okay. So he was still fucking married yeah. during the whole season of Love After Lockup. And is, I think, um, yeah, he's still married, is, is speculated. Um, James's estranged wife filed for a petition for temporary child support for their two young daughters in October 2017 after a continuance in December. The next scheduled court date is for, um, it, it says a week from today, but it could be, it could have been last week. Man. Um, so he has two young kids. I think we knew that already. Alla is still in jail. Oh. It's just crazy. Do you, was that sad? Did I lie? It was kind of sad. Okay. Um, when I got, uh, I am once divorced. We talked about this a little bit on Married at First Sight Cray Cray. But in the court system in L.A., I mean, I, we had no assets. Zero. There was, like, nothing to even talk about. Mm -hmm. And we never even ended up having to go to, like, court or anything. Right. But just filing the paperwork and just getting it done, it took a year and a half. Mm -hmm. to, with no, didn't even have to go to court. Like, literally just the paperwork pushing that through took a year and a half. Mm-hmm. In California. That's so, crazy. Yeah. I know it varies wildly state to state. Yeah. Like so people were saying that about Jonathan and Fernanda, not to get an ID day on this podcast, but um, because there's talk of Jonathan being on The Bachelorette and people are saying in North Carolina, it takes a year to actually dissolve a marriage. So yeah. he would still be married if he were on the show, which I'm totally in favor of. Um, <laughs> all right. So I have a few spoilers. They're not. Okay. Let me. I'm not going to say anything yet. I will warn you before I say any spoiler. The only spoilers I have are to do with if the couples are still together. These are not show spoilers. So if that makes a difference, um, and I am going to time this, we will talk for exactly four minutes about these, okay? Starting now. <laughs> All right. Megan posted about eating Kane's chicken. This was Sunday, January 13th. There is no Kane's chicken in New York. Uh Oh. I looked it up. I spent a lot of time on Google Maps looking for Kane's chicken. Well, clearly they're in an LDR. Oh, God. Barf. All the menis. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about Sarah and Michael, but I'm, I'm going under the assumption that Megan and Michael are either LDRing or they're not. They're not physically together. Yes. Speculation. Not a journalist. His parole is definitely not over, right? No, it couldn't I can't be. Imagine. I don't, I don't yeah. think so. Okay. Brittany, pregnant or not. Guys, there is so much conflicting information. I know people DM'd me this article saying that she's not pregnant. She's confirmed she's not pregnant. There was this like registry online. I think it's fake. And it says the due date was December 31st, 2018. 
I just don't think she's had a baby in that time span. Um, uh, the the article also references this baby registry and said it was fake. Brittany also posted a New Year's Eve picture to prove she wasn't pregnant. She doesn't look pregnant. She's also with Marcelino. So that's all I've got on that front. Um, Brittany does have other kids. Uh, this is this is a little sad. And again, shout out to Starcasm. What were you gonna say? Nothing. You look like no, you're gonna I'm, say something. I'm looking like I'm I'm gonna be sad. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Starcasm reports that Brittany has two kids from her teens that were both taken away. This is this is sad. So we know from her backstory that Brittany's parents were alcoholics. She ran away when she was 12. Um, she had the first kid at age 15. She had the second one at age 17. This is all allegedly. This is reported by Starcasm. I'm not a journalist. Um, she had her first felony arrested age 18 from a home invasion. So at this point, I think she was like pretty deep into drug addiction. Um, if you look at Brittany's arms, she has giant tattoos of one says William and one says Cynthia, one on each arm. And this is Starcasm suspects that those are the names of the children that she had to give up. Um, by the end of 2014, Brittany went. Uh, welcomed her son Giovanni. That's the one that she talks about in the show. And then in 2016, she was arrested and back behind bars. Um, that's sad. Yeah. But people ask me about it. So there you go. Go to starcasm.net. Um, they have all of the detailed information there. A lot of drama this week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And then one last thing I have one minute left. I'm going to get through it. Also, according to Starcasm, there is also speculation that Marcelino hasn't annulled his other marriage yet when this was filming. He was legally, he had to wait to legally marry Britney until December. So, um, yeah. So apparently, like, he applied for an annulment in June of 2018. Uh, people have searched for a record of his divorce. Weird. There is no, diver there's no divorce record because he got an annulment, not a divorce. Okay. So it's unclear how he was able to apply for an annulment because there's like very specific reasons yeah, why you there's can get only, an annulment. There's, there's actually only like a couple. Different it's like mental things. instability. Somebody was underage. Somebody Frauden. was frauded. Yeah. And so I don't know um, which one of those reasons he chose, but yeah. He married an underage scammer is what you're saying. <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> I'm not claiming that. All right. And so... Um, Let's get into it. We're 15 seconds shy of our four minutes, so we, we did it. We Yay! Did it. We did it on time. Okay. Everybody, this freaking episode. What episode are we on? Seven? Seven. Episode seven, Love After Lockup. So good. Kyle. <laughs> the honeymoons are over. Honeymoons are fucking over. Yeah. Less than 12 hours <laughs> in for some of these people. Dear God. I think we're still on like day two for a few. And like day, Kate, Caitlin and Matt, day like five, right? Yeah, I think they said day five. We're Drinking within a week. beers on the lawn. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Doing wheelbarrow racing. Oh my God. It was such a good episode. I literally watched it three times. I, I probably watched it more than three times because I rewound. Wow. Okay. It was just so good. Uh, I feel like Tracy is the new Allah. Yeah. And that was sad. Yeah. Matt is definitely going it, back to jail. I mean, also. I haven't watched all of season one. I've only seen the, like, where are they now and kind of, like, the our story stuff. But, like, wasn't Ala, like, at least likable sometimes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really feel that with Tracy. <laughs> 
I don't know about likable, but she's entertaining. Yeah. But it's hard for me to find entertainment now that I know that she is like sure. seriously struggling with a drug. Like a absolutely. Like we're less than a day out of jail here. I know. She's already like fallen back into her patterns. It's really sad. Let's start with Megan. Yeah. The thruple. Yes. Guys, Michael has a phone. Watch he out. A, clearly has a phone. Watch um, out. Megan's out of the kitchen. Packing to go to Buffalo. She's packing, yeah. To do, go to the paradise of Buffalo. What is she, What the fuck? Like, he's been out of jail two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Is it, has it even been that long? She says he's been out of prison for two weeks and they still haven't met. What does she think that he's been doing the whole time? No idea. That is the biggest question I have. She has to be so gullible. Unbelievable. It's nuts. Yeah, I can't believe it. Well, she's it. waiting for this big surprise. She thinks that he's been spending all his nights and days. Her word art has deluded her to the point of complete <laughs> insanity. Big girls need big diamonds, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, she's, they're engaged, but she wants a real engagement. Like, like for real, out of prison. But she won't accept it. Conditionally, she conditions. will. Yeah. Yeah, fucking right. If you're willing to wait two weeks without even talking to this guy, and you're going to go to fucking Buffalo to hang out with him, you're going to take that proposal for sure. It's crazy. I, you know, oh, he's got to meet my parents, visit my family. I'm like, whatever. You want that biggie diamond. If he gets down on one knee with, like, even the Cracker Jack ring, my money says she's accepting immediately. Right. Megan and her dad was hard to watch, though. I'm totally with him. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Everybody is. Watch for strange women. <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> to be honest, I hope he disappeared. It looks like he was about to disappear, this Ooh. guy. If he met Michael, he would disappear the shit out of him. My dad would do the same thing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. My dad would be like, fuck no, this is not happening. I know. I mean, yeah. anyway. You buy him a Greyhound ticket to Florida. Yeah. Somewhere well, far. Do- probably do more than that anyone yeah right i know <laughs> all right so can you imagine polish father-in-law uh, no polish father-in-law definitely is a firearm correct <laughs> no 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 oh he doesn't it's just like a communist thing he's yeah. not into it he doesn't he doesn't get that whole he's trust me polish father-in-law is like the quintessential capitalist <laughs> growing up in soviet poland like, yeah trust me he loves america he is like just like all First about Amendment, yes. all about making money in the United States. But yeah, there are definitely some things he doesn't really get or care about and he's not a gun guy. Hmm. Yeah. Good to know. I feel like your dad is though. Oh my god, my dad. <laughs> are you kidding me? My dad lives in the woods. Yeah. I've only seen pictures of your father. I've never met him, but I just <laughs> Is my it wrong wife, to judge somebody from a picture? My wife is so concerned about my inheritance. I'm not <laughs> it's all kidding. All in guns. It's all in guns. I'm not kidding. Like my sister is getting like like the coin collection and like all his other weird collectibles. He, my dad is a collector and yeah. kind of a hoarder, but I'm getting all the guns and my wife is like so nervous about it. Yeah, I would be too. Um anyway, we're getting yeah. off topic, but That's okay. segue into the ring shopping. Why would you tell a jeweler a that you just jeweler. got out of jail? Because wouldn't the production that, like, makes them raise, do it. Wouldn't that like raise the hair on your neck a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would. And it's just she like, was so sweet though. She was so she was nice. like cracking jokes. Like we all make mistakes. We just all don't get caught, sweetie. Like 
Oh my god! So I was, love this shop. That assistant. might have been like the most wholesome thing we've seen on this show so far. I did just want to reach out to this poor lady though and be like, "They ain't buying anything." There's not a budget, but they ain't buying. There's there's no buying happening here. I know. And I just I don't understand quite why they're ring shopping. Like Michael's completely distracted by his phone because he's like texting Megan. I know. And, you know, he talks about having this big wedding with Megan, though. It's so weird. I plan on marrying her with the dress and the flowers. We did get confirmation, at least. I mean, I guess you have to take everything Michael says at face value. But <laughs> he confirmed that the reason that he is dealing with Sarah at all is because he wants to do parole in New York. And that's why they got married. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and he talked about that a little bit, I think, last episode or something. But, yeah, he definitely, like, confirms it big time. Um, what did you think about Megan? The, the whole ring scene was just, like, cringeworthy to me. Yeah. It was textbook psychological manipulation how he, like, got in this fight or started this fight with Sarah. He knows how to work her, though. Dude, it was almost, like, I was scared for his genius. I, not genius. That's the wrong word. But he knew exactly how oh, yeah. to play her. 100%. It was kind of frightening. I mean, and then, she, yeah, she, like, loses control of herself. Because yeah. she's, she's like, getting pretty, I don't know, like, anytime I see someone, like, screaming in front of their daughter. That, that was the that hardest me, part. Yeah, that sucks. And that made me think that she is just, like, <laughs> he knows how to trigger her. Yeah, he really does. She totally lost control of herself. Not to mention she totally took it at face value. She's on the phone with right. our favorite friend this season, Emmy, um, yoga instructor Emmy, like talking to her like, he said he doesn't want to wear a running ring. I'm like, wow, she just bought that at face value and she is hysterical and like she It's almost not... like she doesn't really suspect his true intentions, which if not, like, ugh, God. It's bad. Yeah. But the poor daughter was just in the back seat. That was that was not great. Um, I can't talk to Megan because I'm around my wife all day. It's like <laughs> quotes you hope to never have to say in your life. No, Kyle, he's been spending <laughs> the last two weeks day and night planning this surprise for Megan. Uh, Sarah is so selfish that she wants to be around him. Dear God. <laughs> like... I think that's probably what Megan thinks, too, is, like, he's probably just, like, hanging out with his daughter and, like, catching up with his daughter. That could be, like, a valid reason for her thinking they haven't met up yet. The other, the other fun quote was, um, Sarah, he doesn't like any human interaction, and it's hard to deal with. <laughs> he doesn't know how to communicate, she says. Yeah. He doesn't like talking about his feelings. Interesting. <laughs> where like does, where does Megan think that he's living? I don't know. Can I just say, though, this is, where the fuck did Megan get a driver? Uh. Okay, because I have I've, a whole section of notes on this. I've watched a lot of reality TV in the last six <laughs> months. I have never seen a driver pick someone up at the airport. Usually it's like wandering around, totally confused. Yeah. These people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Most of them haven't even left goddamn Mississippi or something. And so to have like a driver with an iPad was so shocking to me, especially on Love After Lockup. Was it a limo? Or was she just in, like, a Cadillac? I think a Cadillac. Okay. But just, like, that someone met her and was like, do you have baggage, madam? I'm like, what? What it show is so this? It was so nuts. And also the drivers seemed like definitely somebody they just, like, picked up oh, off the yeah. street. But, like, production definitely sorted that out. That was not Michael. I don't think that Michael knows how to, like, arrange a driver to pick up his girlfriend at the airport. <sighs> Maybe. It would be hard to believe. I yeah. just don't buy it. That was definitely a production play. 
you'll never convince me otherwise. Also, <laughs> there's no he has no money to pay for it, so it's he just, just got a phone. Yeah, he he barely has a phone. I bet production bought him the freaking phone too. Um, <laughs> one of one of the things that bothers me about Sarah is that she wants me to be where she wants me to be, and she wants me to do what she wants me to do. You think that's going to be different in any relationship? I just my notes say that's every spouse. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's everyone. Yes, correct. I mean. I mean <sighs> Maybe Michael just needs a long-distance relationship. Yeah, he should LDR. Yeah. He also says the word females a lot. Oh, my God. It's the worst. <laughs> I know you hate that. That's awful. It's so bad. <laughs> I also have, here's the quote from Sarah. All these females. <laughs> Sarah says, Michael doesn't like human interaction or talking or emotions or communicating. I, yeah. Why are you with this person? What is good about him? Nothing. I don't see any redeeming quality at all. He hasn't said anything nice to Sarah in any way. No, they've banged like once. Is it that good? They banged once, had a kid, and then they banged after he got out of prison. Like, Sarah's 23. Again, we talked about this last week on Married at First Sight, but there are lots of young men willing to bang you when you're 23. Especially, Basically anyone. I think she could have the pick of the litter in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. She's cute. She's got nice hair. I... Go bang somebody else, dude. Lots of people to bang. Any, anyone. Anyone. I mean, she's not like Nicole, which we're going to talk about on our on Patreon in a minute. Oh, I mean, gosh. maybe Nicole in Florida at 22 with a kid. like In, br- in like the middle of nowhere. Maybe I kind of get that. Yeah. But you're in New York. Come on. Yeah. There's, there's some options. Buffalo is like a proper city. Yeah. Yeah. There's like people around. There's a lot of lonely NFL fans out there. <laughs> All right. Last part about this couple. Michael and Sarah. Um, we, we end with Michael and Sarah both talking on the phone. Megan's super excited about her surprise, as she puts it. But with the last thing we see is like Michael talking to the producer as he's like in the car. Sarah just like gives him the keys. No holds bars. Like, here, take the keys. He's like driving to meet Megan. And he's talking to the producer. He's like, Sarah told me to go. So I left. And he's, like, so pumped to see Megan. What do you think's going to happen? He's going to execute his master spy plan. Is he going to bang like, Megan? His MI6 plan. Is Megan going to lose the V card? Yeah. Does he know about For that? sure. Does he know she's a virgin? I don't know. But we know there's only three episodes left, and we know she loses the V card. Oh. So he's going to be gone for a couple days. I don't want this to and happen. And Sarah's just going to be freaking out, like not knowing where he is. I'm so concerned. I know this happened in the past, like eight months ago, but <laughs> I'm like, had a lot of anxiety about you, it. So let me ask, who do you feel worse for, Sarah or Megan? Sarah or Megan? Sarah. Megan Mega or Sarah? Saren? Sarah. Because <laughs> Sarah's a kid. Yeah. And, you know, Megan, again, Megan could, where does Megan live? Florida? Fort, Fort Worth. Okay. That's a big city, too. Go bang somebody else, girlfriend. There's Anyone. lots of people to bang. You're young and cute. Dallas is right there. Oh, It's like these women don't understand that, like, you could literally at any time go to a bar and find at least, like, a dozen men that will go have sex with you. Or get on OkCupid, anything. Oh, Tinder. Yeah, they have Tinder now? I got married right before, like, the Tinder revolution. Thank God. I yeah. did, too. But, yeah. like, I hear that it's pretty easy to 
find a lot of people to have sex with. So. I feel like if I was on Tinder before I met my wife, like it would have been a dark period. <laughs> it would have been really dark. I know a lot of people that met their spouses on Tinder. Like I was around, I was like dating in the OK Cupid days, and even that was sketch. <laughs> uh, Caitlin and Matt. I got out unscathed. So yeah, somehow. I know. Jesus I know. Christ. Gosh, I love my husband. All right, Caitlin and Matt. <laughs> I love that they play like kind of like hillbilly, like desert music <laughs> I for love their it. segments. But they're in Washington State. I know, but which is she's, not what I think of. Just it sounds like desert hillbilly music it whenever really they're does. on. It's great. Yeah. I just want to know why either of these people are not doing laundry. Why is Matt Because they're resting, okay? <laughs> in a lawn chair. <laughs> Caitlin's on I got so many DMs about Caitlin's underwear. Yeah. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> I did not need to see that. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Like, people took screenshots and, like, zoomed in. Looking for stains and shit. To the stains and no, sent it to me. I was like, no. no I don't want to see that. Stop. Jesus. So gross. You just met this person. Don't allow her to <gasps> do your laundry. Also, I'm just going to tell you, ladies, this is why, like, I have a rule, a personal rule. I'm getting, we get more personal on Married at First Sight and Love After Lockup podcast. It's a smaller listenership. Kyle, I'm sorry you have to hear this. Okay. I only purchase black underwear for this reason. (laughs) Only. Good to know. No. White underwear? Why? Who thought of this idea? It is terrible. You should not wear white underwear. It shows everything and it's disgusting. That's all I have to say. Moving on. I definitely have mostly, like, colored and patterned yes. underwear. Black the more, is a great color. The more complicated the pattern, the better, yes, probably. Yes, patterns, <laughs> black, navy, all great colors for underwear. White, oh my God. no, no. I mean, the mom is cleaning up everything. I just, she's like, I'm here doing laundry for two 30-year-olds. Um, here's Kayla's gross underwear. I'm not a maid. I'm like, then stop doing their fucking laundry. No, she's an enabler. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's sad. I feel bad for her. I have to say, I, I will put a stake in the ground right now. I absolutely identify with Matt sitting out in a lawn chair drinking a beer <laughs> at 11 in the morning. Like like right now? I'm. It's, uh, it's just it's after. It's 11.45. And I had a big old cocktail before we started yes, recording this podcast. Yes, you did. It was about 11. It was about Matt but time. But listen, the guy like hasn't been in the sun for like years. He hasn't been able to relax in a lawn chair. If he's outside, he has to make sure he's not about to get shanked. And the man wants a fucking beer and a koozie. It's That's like true. day five. I think Caitlin needs to calm down. Okay. It's day five. Sure. Um, I think you, it's not like you can't have that conversation, Yeah, but it's the way she comes at him immediately that I kind of get. Well, she didn't really come at him too hard though. She just kind of sat down. It was, it was the whole vibe. Yeah. She was vibing. I guess. You have to admit. He's resting. I'm like in prison. Don't you do like, that's all you do though. Right. It's just like. Not with a beer in the sun. Yeah, but he shouldn't be drinking. He's an addict. Okay. Well, that's true. I'm just saying saying as a non-addict, I can just say that I get wanting to sit in the sun and have a beer. Yes. but I do that in my backyard. I do that in my backyard all the time in the summer. (laughs) Shit's awesome. Yeah. All right. I just, I don't think it's okay for him to be drinking beer, especially he says he's going to have multiple beers. Um, He's just enjoying his time out. Sure. I mean, this is what I don't understand. Are they? The first thing she asked him is how many you plan on having? 
Why are yeah. you fucking up my business? Because he's Get an addict. Here. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Caitlin and Matt don't have any money. She doesn't have a job either because she just moved from wherever she's from to right. like BFE Washington. No, she's between jobs. Well, she is That literally. means unemployed. Come well, on. Well, yeah, because she had to quit her job to move to wherever they are. I know. I just, the euphemism is funny to it me. It is funny. Yeah. Are they planning on staying? I like, think you can't get a job until you decide where you're going to be physically. I think they have. I think they have decided to stay there for at then least a while. Needs, then girlfriend needs to go out and get a job. There's only three restaurants in Roy, as we learned. <laughs> Unless they're going to Uber to Tacoma every day. Why are they going on a date to this super fancy restaurant when they question. have no money? Yeah. He should not be drinking. He should be driving because he's an addict. So he should be keeping his ass sober, driving her on this Go get pizza or something. Why do they have to go to this fancy restaurant? It's too fancy. It's a level too much. It's too much. Oh, my God. The waiter when he's like, I just got out of prison. Again, why is everyone saying this to every fucking employee of every business? (laughs) It's in their contract. It's got to be in their contract. It's sharp a discovery that they, like, have to tell every outside world person that they come in contact with that they just got out of prison for shock value. It does make good TV. I know. It's so funny. Um, what did I mean, you... I get Caitlin wanting him to take her out. I totally get that. Well, she just wants to go do anything. Anything. They're they're both bored. I mean, the fact that he's like carting her around in a wheelbarrow. Like my my wife and I were watching that, and she was like, "Jesus Christ, these people need jobs." <laughs> like this is why people do drugs. What is because he... they are carting each other what? around in wheelbarrows. Like when you got that little to do, like that's why drugs happen. I actually have in my notes, like, he needs to be busy. And that's yeah. why I mentioned the military, because I feel like if he had a structured day where he was busy all day long, he wouldn't have time to think about drugs. I mean, we've already pretty much shot down that idea from listener emails, too. He's definitely going back to jail. You yeah. can tell, like, everything well, he says, he's, he's comfortable being in jail. He's comfortable with the routine of it. Yeah. What did you think about him, like, <laughs> like beating up daffodils? Oh, I was triggered. It was so funny to me. I have tons of daffodils and <laughs> and weeds and shit on my like my old house and my new house. Yeah. I can tell you what is not an effective way to remove daffodils over time, <laughs> and that is to fucking golf club the shit so that the goddamn spores <laughs> spread all over the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh my god, I lost my shit. Also, were these dandelions or I daffodils? Don't even, I think they were dandelions. Daffodils are actually pretty. Daffodils are flowers. These are dandelions. So yeah, you're yeah, correct. So like, I I I get angry when my three year old picks a fla- one of the dandelion and flowers on and blows it. like, Daddy, look, whoa! And I'm like twitching. I'm like, that's cute, son. <laughs> Never going to be able to get rid of these fucking things. No, I thought that, I mean, it was like one of those in-between commercials, like one minute segments. Yeah, but it, it was, was pretty funny. But it, it packed in a lot of information, <laughs> though. Um, the date in general was cringy for I mean, we me. already read about this in, in Love Letters from Jail, but like my first thought was like, they have Uber and Roy? Yeah, I thought that too. Because I, I forgot, I, I keep thinking that they're like in Appalachia somewhere. <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking that they are like somewhere. You just think like any I think it's mountain, tooth. mountain forest toothless meth people are in Appalachia. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It gives me. Um, We're going to okay. get angry emails. It gives me like Ozark vibes a little yeah, bit too. It does. It I know does. that's not Appalachia, but anyway. Um, I Okay. There's a few things Matt describing prison food that I thought was awesome. And I have five bullet points. First one is Mars to Earth. 
Second one is no waiters in prison. Third is prison food looks like dog food. Fourth, McFellins are what they call their McMuffins. And the, the fact that you only have 20 minutes to eat. The quote of the episode was, though, you know... I don't remember what the exact quote was. I didn't write it down verbatim, but basically, I want to make sure that the food that flies out of your tooth hole will land on the napkin. Who said that? Caitlin said that. Oh, I missed it. After three watches, you missed the best part of the whole episode. I was busy writing down these five bullet points. <laughs> she like was like making him put the napkin on his lap, and he was so confused as to why. He's like, <laughs> I don't want the food from your tooth hole to fall out. <laughs> Dude, we are at 40 minutes and we're only on the second couple and we're not even done. This episode was chock full of delicious, tasty morsels. That food looked easily the best food I've seen on a reality TV show. That looked for real. (sighs) Question. This is a serious question. Yeah. So they have this conversation about like if he goes back to prison, which is he's already made up his mind that he's going back. Um. She says, if you go back to prison for 12 years, I will be 44. Where did the 12 year come from? Where did uh, that come from? I don't know. She just made up a number. Because I think he was in prison for 12 years. She's like, if you go back for another 12 years. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where 12 years came from. If your wife went to prison for 12 years, would you, would you wait it out? (laughs) It depends on what she went in for. Yeah. I mean, if she killed someone I didn't like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i'm ride or die you know what i'm saying yeah like if she did something to my kid no if she i don't know like defrauded my mom like i'm just thinking of like worst case scenario right Right. like not saying your wife would do any of these things obviously but if she just like ran over somebody yeah of course ride or die sure fuck that guy shouldn't have been in the way (laughs) where are we gonna dissolve the body i'd be in i'd be in jail too i'd be like (laughs) Where, where can we source a, a vat of acid? <laughs> Breaking Bad style? Yeah. If I were in Caitlyn's shoes, no fucking way. Oh, right. If I was in Caitlyn's shoes, like, yeah. There's no way. There, and he a, also, lot of, a lot of decisions might have gone different ways. Sure, sure. <laughs> How do you feel about him talking about, like, the adrenaline junkie stuff? Oh, his, he, he had some real... Uh, Rico Suave moments. Um, I mean, I'm never going to live my life for someone else. I hate prison, but I love meth. I already feel superior, but meth makes it better. Like, he's just he's just a romantic, Kim. That's, There's, I think, what it boils down I to. I just don't even know what to say about it that I haven't already. Yeah. Did you think that they were going to die in Dash? No. I absolutely thought they were going to. They really fooled me. <sighs> he's a pretty good actor, but... I felt like, here's how I felt like. I feel like it wasn't a joke to him. I feel like production would have never allowed that. Probably they true. They would have paid the bill. They would have, they're, they're filming oh, in a restaurant. No, they would have paid the bill so that they, didn't, they wouldn't have to cut filming short because he would have went back to jail. <laughs> like, immediately. They would have been obligated to report that yeah. as a crime, right? Yeah. If they had filmed that and didn't say anything, like... They would have been kind of like accessories to it, I feel like, right? Yeah. But I honestly don't think that was completely a joke from Matt. Like, if Caitlin would have been like, oh, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. He told, I think he would have done it. Yeah. I think the only reason he, he didn't is because Caitlin kind of freaked out. I agree. Yeah. 
All right, we're gotta move on to Tracy and Clint. There's so I much mean, here. We thought Caitlin and Matt had a lot to talk oh about. Tracy God. and Clint. Holy moly. Okay. When that pastor came out and was like, So tell me more about Tracy. He doesn't know anything I about was like, her. Please don't. Please don't tell him anything about Tracy. By the way, is there like I've never heard of a pastor maybe I this he is was just a not DJ. my DJ. No, this was a pastor. Oh. Um, I just didn't know it was a thing that, like, a, a Christian pastor would marry someone in, like, a bar. Word of advice for all single people. I guess, I guess uh, you can get someone to marry you anywhere. I didn't know. Perhaps you should know your prospective spouse well enough to know about their drug addictions before you marry them. I Will just, save heartache. Like, I hope this doesn't offend anyone. I'm just, like, curious about this. Like... Isn't isn't there isn't marriage to like a pastor you would think would be like a uh, like a sanctum sanctimonious is the wrong word but it's like a sacred it's like a sacred thing totally right? like yeah why are you participating in this <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> I guess the pastor's like hey anywhere that they want to get married okay. I want to know who all these people are in the bar though are they just strangers I think, I think they're randos they're like Saturday night this is where we're at I mean none of the people from Clint's hometown are there. That's true. I don't think Tracy has anyone that's still in her life anymore. No. I think they're randos that are just hanging out drinking beers. So crazy. And they get married on like the dance floor because as I mentioned last week, this is like a like a line dancing bar, like a club where yeah. they do like country western dancing. Yeah. So the, these motherfuckers are taking up the dance floor for five fucking hours. I can't get my line dance on. I would How are neither one, neither one of them have mentioned their kids? Clint has a kid. Tracy has a kid. We don't know anything about either of them. I have a feeling that they're not really involved with no, their kids. True. Just a wild guess. All right. We got to break down Tracy's outfit. I got a lot of DMs about this. I noticed it also. The purple bra is sticking out from the dress. Yes. With the credit card, how could she not buy a freaking bra? I think she bought the crack. Mm. She bought the motherfucking crack. By yeah. the way, confirmed that crack dealers do you square. <laughs> How did you confirm? I don't want to know. How did you confirm this? Oh, I guess she could have. I I guess she could have got. I guess she could have went to the ATM and got cash. I guess (laughs) if she had a pin, you need a pin for that. She just had a credit card. Did he give her the pin? No, he. She. I think she had a debit and a credit card. Oh shit. Because she had two cards. Okay. How did you confirm that crack dealers take square? Oh wait. I mean, infer. 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 You went to Reddit. No. Okay. I went outside. I'm so disturbed, and I don't want to know what that means. I, the dress wasn't a wedding dress, was it? I don't. Did think she so. just go shopping? I feel like she just went shopping. She didn't go to like a yeah. bridal salon. It was kind of purpley, wasn't it? No, the bra showing through was purple. I think the whole dress was. Kind it was of sparkly. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. It was hard to tell. Wedding vows were boring. They were not totally embarrassing. I mean, Clint reading no, one Clint, They were standard. Clint reading it off a phone was a little odd, but other yeah. than that, it was it was cute. You know, I was actually a little impressed. I mean, Tracy just got out of jail. She's coming down from crack. Yeah. And, you know, she definitely that's why she was 5 hours late, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. She had to she had to come down. Yep. Yeah. So, I love the part when they're in the parking lot post wedding and she said and he says she had my credit card and my debit card, and I had no means of communication with her because she didn't have a phone yet. And Tracy's like, 
What'd you think? I was just going to take off? Yes. Yes, Tracy, everyone. Yes, everybody thought. Everyone thought that. And you went to buy crack. So it was like one one degree off from there, maybe. Erin Martin was saying last week, like after the episode, that she was convinced that like Tracy was never going to come back and we were never going to see her again. And she may still be kind of right. Like we yeah. obviously saw her come back, but now she's gone again. Like well, we who never, knows if we'll see her I again. I don't think we've seen any. I was trying to think of no any teasers. preview nope. footage or teasers. Yeah, she might be gone now. So um, Clint wants to be buried next to Tracy. Uh, Clint, she, Clint is a romantic. He really is. <laughs> she has a tattoo. She's like, look at this ring. Oh, and I'm so like, weird. there's a tattoo from a previous marriage on her ring finger. Yeah. I was thinking when they were driving, like, you can't tell me that Clint hasn't been drinking for the last five hours. I mean, he's been in a bar for he's five hours. He's been in a bar waiting Bored. around. Like, he is sauced as hell. He should not be driving. Kyle, would you ever have a woman's name or any semblance of her likeness tattooed on your body? Face tattoo, for sure. What do you think I'm using all this fucking podcast money for? I'm saving up for a gigantic, <laughs> like, Polish flag plus my wife's name face tattoo. Oh, right. Yeah, Got absolutely. Ya. It's going to be a while of saving. <laughs> that's, that's what you want. Uh, they genuinely do look happy. I know it's very short-lived, but in the very particular moment of the wedding yeah. and the five minutes in the parking lot afterwards, they look happy. Yeah. They have some banter that's... A little bit odd, but, you know, cute. And then Tracy says, I need a drink. And boy, did she have a drink. That was in the car. And it just like, she looked totally different in the car. Smash than she cut to before. 12 empty tequila shots and crying. What the fuck? How did we get no footage between the car in the morning after. I'm surprised the camera crew didn't follow them in to hear grunting and like yeah, film the doorknob while they not- were banging. They have done this before. They're not beneath this. No, they're not. <laughs> like, we've seen her dry hump him in a previous episode. Why didn't we get wedding night stuff? I know. Maybe they like only have the camera crew on call for like a specific they were there number of for hours. Like five hours sitting around doing nothing. It's nuts to me that they didn't have any footage and that the next thing we see are the broken, are the strayed shoes and the broken tequila glasses and limes everywhere. And Clint is just bawling on the phone. Everything's fine, Mom. Everything's fine. I wonder if like, so so I wonder if production got so much shit last season for filming the breakdown of Ala where she relapsed. Right. That maybe they were like, we're not filming the relapse this time. Maybe they do have footage of it and they opted not to show it. But, Which actually I applaud that decision. That but I don't think she had any crack at the hotel. That's why she left. Yeah. So the come down was her taking eight tequila shots and maybe they did think that was too problematic. Maybe. Because she was coming down off of the crack she just did. I would love to know yeah. like what the situation. But Clint's, Clint's mom is as confused as I am as a viewer. Like he doesn't give comprehensive information no he says something weird like uh, he he says that i woke up at five but then it kind of makes it seem like she left at five it sounds like he know. said he went to bed around 2 30 or 3 when she was like still going nuts and trying to buy crack and then he woke up it's it's the happiest to the most miserable i've ever seen a person go in, tw- in less than like eight hours i know it's crazy it is a little telling that he had to reassure his mom that he didn't do any of the crack 
I didn't do it. It's like what he is very adamant to his mother yeah. that he is fine. It's very He's important not crying, that he crying. He didn't do her. the crack. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like Clint said he left at 5.30. That's what I have in my right. notes, that he but left like, at 5.30 because he was heartbroken. He said, I left my bifold. I love that he calls it a bifold. He left his bifold, his cigarettes, and everything here. The important things. His right. cigarettes and his bifold. I even left my cigarettes, Mom. Oh, God. So then he came back and she was gone? And Is she, that okay? that's, what I, that's what I have pieced together. Okay. I don't know. So he's, again, very adamant that he's done nothing wrong to yeah. his mother. Um, and he, he tells his mom, quote, she has a problem. Motherfucking crack. Crack is the problem. Yeah. It sounds like people were like, there were varying opinions on if Clint did any of the crack. It really sounds, (laughs) it really does sound like Clint did not want to do crack. I don't think, I don't think he did. I don't think he did the crack. (laughs) I can't vouch for the tequila shots, but I, I feel like, I feel like he was probably trying to keep up with her on the tequila shots. Yes. I don't think he did crack. And he, he makes a, a statement about her venting her frustrations about her demons. Crack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I it's, it's sad. But this is the, he said he's trying to cuddle her. He finally fell asleep on the couch in the, quote, living room part, unquote, of the hotel room. <laughs> he works in a hotel. Right. <laughs> it's like he's never seen this before. Uh, I felt bad for his mom. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She did not It's her money this. that it's, she's spending, that I she's know. buying the crack with. This is, Yeah. Right? I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. This but, is Clint's mom's cash. But Clint still wants to be with her. I know. We'll leave it there. <sighs> we, we need to wrap this up in about 10 minutes to I keep think, from the download I think issue that, with the podcast. I think we're done with Tracy. Yeah. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. She stole the car, though. Yeah. She took his car and his phone. Fuck. Man. And is she driving, like, on crack? She, she will be if she's... I mean... If she's not driving on crack, she still has that tequila in her. That's for sure. Damn. That is worry. That's actually legit worrisome. Yeah. Um, okay. We didn't have a ton of Marcelino. No, we didn't. But there's a lot to unpack. Um, not a lot. We'll, you know, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, are they permanently living in a hotel? Where the fuck are they? <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't, I don't understand either. I mean, they made it seem like Marcelino was looking for a new place for them. Because, because felons aren't allowed. Right. But how can they, like... I need a progress report. I do, too. <laughs> at this and point. Do we also think it's weird that she just hasn't seen her son yet? It's been eight days. That's another thing I wanted to ask. Like, wouldn't that be one of the first things you yeah. try to arrange? Maybe it's the baby daddy that it is, like, be. He has his full schedule. Custody. Yeah. I mean, there's... I don't want to judge Brittany... Mainly because I like her and I'm biased. But, I mean, there could be a lot of reasons she hasn't seen the kid yet. But it just, it seems like she genuinely loves her child. Right. And that she would want to see him as soon as possible. Yeah. But this this whole conversation with Marcelino was odd to me. Very um, odd. It's like, on the one hand, he's emotional and he really wants to be a good stepdad because his stepdad was a piece of shit. And father. But he also doesn't even really seem excited about no. it. Like he's so freaked out and in his own head about it. But he's known this from the beginning. I cannot imagine this is something that Brittany would have been dishonest about. No, like he's no, no. Known he, about yeah, the kid. He, he for sure knows. And it's like if you're really that nervous about it, you're gonna fuck it up. So like if yeah. you, if you want to be good, I just it seems like there are clear steps to be a good stepdad, and he's like too in his own head about it. Yeah, I just. 
He knows what his dad and his stepdad did. They weren't there. So first of all, just be well, there. Well, we be- don't know that. He says they weren't there, but I feel like it may have been an abusive situation. We don't know for sure there was no abuse there. It sounds like he may have been. I would be shocked if his stepdad or dad were emotionally there at least, right? Yes. So there you go. Do that and you'll be way better. Like, yeah. why, why is it so complicated? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's, like, why is he comparing himself to... I feel to, like we don't know the whole story. He's, like, comparing himself to them already, but he hasn't yeah. even met the kid, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's. I did have a genuine moment of sadness and empathy for Brittany. Like, her talking about being in prison and having a kid and how yeah. hard it was. And no, like, it's awful. You know, she can't reach out to her kid. It but was sad. Did you know that women can't raise men, though? Dude, this comment got was... so many, so much activity online. So fucked up to say that, like, a woman. Do you, what do you? I mean, okay, so you're a man. Yeah. I think. Um, with a son. What do you think about that statement? Personally, I think it would be absurd to say that having a. Having, like, I don't know if. It's hard. Like, if your it's wife had to do it on her own, if she, had, she was in a of position... Of course she could. She could do it. No, okay. Of course she could, right? And there are obviously super well-adjusted kids from single families. Of course. Like, that's not even a question to me. And also, there are same-sex couples of both, of any gender that mm-hmm. you can imagine that raise completely productive and totally emotionally stable kids like there's that's not even a question to me to even say that i think to even like intimate that that's even uh, a reason why kids are um, you know fucked up i think is offensive that said i think it is beneficial to have like a, a authority figure male or female doesn't matter your sexuality to have like that kind of an authority figure that you know whether it's mom or not to have two as long as they're both good parents, to have two is just an extra benefit. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I, you know. I don't think, I, of course I think saying women can't raise men is ridiculous. <laughs> but I think that having, me. having like a father can only be good if father is not a piece of shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Given it's, father is not a piece of shit. I think, like, as a woman, like, given the option of having been raised by a single mother or a mother and a father, but the father was a piece of shit, I would choose single mother. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I agree. That's all we have. Do you have any last thoughts? There were some great laughs, but there was some serious shit this episode. I know. It was such a mixed bag. Yeah. It was like I was laughing, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm genuinely worried about Tracy driving on crack. And like, I was generally, genuinely like empathetic for Brittany about the kid situation. Yeah. Um, look, I know there's a lot of hate for Marcelino out there, but if he was like traumatized by his stepfather or his father during his childhood, that fucking sucks for him too. And yeah. well, contribute clearly, to his current state. He clearly just state. has like, he very clearly just has old fashioned views about things. And, you know, a lot of. The, Probably half of our society probably feels the same way as Marcelino. I mean, come on, right? I mean, maybe, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't think it's Maybe not half of our listeners, but half of maybe society overall, including old people. It's not that uncommon a view, right? Yeah. You know? That's true, I guess. It's something I think that should change over time, I hope, because I think it's wrong. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway... 
I'm excited for next week. We have what three Definitely. more episodes? Three more episodes oh, to go. The honeymoon is over. I'm so sad the sure. show is ending. Yeah. We're still in the first week. I feel like they should be cranking out seasons of the shit like candy. I know, right? Like I'm they should so have. There's they should more. literally have a spinoff called Love After Lockup Week Two. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We're keeping it under an hour. So it will stream for you appropriately on iTunes. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.